This is a sermon given at St. David's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. Visit our website at stdave.org. So today, our our Bible storytelling that we've just heard lead us to St. Peter. St. Peter, the patron saint of all big, loud, obnoxious extroverts, the patron saint of people who speak first and act later, the patron saint of fishermen. I love Peter. I wonder if you do as well. But we just, we, if we follow him through both of these lessons, we see a movement that is beautiful and a powerful thing. So we'll start with the gospel and then we'll move to the Acts of the Apostle because that's in the order in which these things might have happened. In the gospel, as you know, the gospel, half of the gospel according to John is about the last week of Jesus' life. Peter is up in the upper room with Jesus and his friends. Jesus has just finished washing their feet. If you remember yourself from the story, when he donned the towel and decided to show the power and majesty and magnificence of God by kneeling down in front of his disciples and washing their feet. Peter was offended. Peter refused at first. Jesus, of course, conjoled him into continuing and to allow him to wash his feet. Apparently, Judas also took offense for Judas's own reasons. And Judas has just left. And so now we have Peter and the rest of the disciples and Jesus. And Jesus begins to tell them that he is going somewhere that they cannot go. But he says, but I have something for you to do. And so everyone leans in, the music and the scene stops. We're listening carefully to hear what Jesus says is the thing for the disciples to do for the kingdom. Love one another. Love one another as I have loved you. This is how they will know you are my disciples, that you love one another. I wonder if that rolled around in Peter's head that night when he lay in bed trying to go to sleep. Did it just happen to be an earwig that just kept going in his mind? Love one another. Of all the things that Jesus could have said. Of all of the tasks to which Jesus could have put the disciples. Love one another as I have loved you. Love one another as I have loved you. This is how they will know you are my disciples. If you love one another. And now we'll blend the gospel according to John and the synoptics just for the sake of this story. But I wonder if it was almost drowned out that day in the courtyard when Peter was almost caught as a disciple of Jesus. After they had arrested Jesus and Peter's desperately trying to know what's about to happen, but he's terrified. And that woman who identified him said, oh, you, you're, you're one of those guys. You're one of his guys. No, no, no. Could he hear it at all? Because fear will do that to us, won't it? Kind of drown out the word of the Lord sometimes. Love one another. Love one another as I have loved you. This is how they will know that you love one another. I wonder if it was in his head at all when he and the other disciples were hiding after the crucifixion. That morning when the women got up and went to the tomb to take care of Jesus' body and they found the stone had been rolled away and they come running breathless back to the hiding place of the disciples and they say, we have seen the Lord. He's been raised. Was that song still there? Love one another as I have loved you. Love one another 
as I as I'll do. Did it spark something? Did he? That's what he was talking about. That's what he said would happen. Because being amazed, being shocked, makes it often hard to hear the word of the Lord. I wonder if it was in his mind at all that day when he just gave up. After he'd seen the risen Christ, I'm not sure what the trigger was, but he finally said, you know what, I'm out, I'm going fishing. Now this is not like one of us saying, I'm going to Colorado for a couple of days, I'm just going to go rest and think and breathe and fish a little bit. No, Peter is giving up. Peter is saying, I'm going back to my business. He was a professional fisherman, remember? So he's just going to go home, start over. Could he hear it at all? Could he hear love one another as I have loved you? This is how they will know. You are my disciples if you love one another. Because despair can do that to us, can it? It can push out the voice of the Lord sometimes. But I wonder if it went the opposite direction. You know, that day when they were hiding, once again, the disciples did a lot of hiding in the New Testament. They're hiding once again. And that day that the Holy Spirit showed up and drove them out of their hiding place. And it said the Holy Spirit was upon them like tongues of fire. And they began to proclaim in all the languages of the world the good news of God. Surely then it was like the hallelujah chorus in his mind. Love one another as I have loved you. This is how they will know. This is how they will know you are my disciples. If you love one another. Revelation does that to us, doesn't it? And the experience of the risen Christ does that to us. It drives us out, fills us with joy and hope. And I wonder if it continued even more in the story that we heard today. This story is so important to the beginning of the early church. It's in the Acts of the Apostles twice. Peter has two different audiences. And he tells this story about this vision almost as if he himself can't believe it. Peter, who was subject to all the rules and regulations of his culture, like we are in ours, unthinking, unreflected, who's in, who's out. These people don't have table fellowship with these people. All these rules. Who thought for a minute that this relationship that he had with this traveling rabbi who said that he is the son of God, who said, love one another as I have loved you. Who knew that that message was for everyone? I mean, that's this image, right? Of all these unclean animals, all the things he's been told he can't do. All the, he comes down, arise, Peter, kill and eat. He says, no, that's all forbidden. Do not call unclean what I have called clean, said the spirit in that dream. He had to have it three times. For him to really understand what the Spirit was saying. God's love is for everyone. Every. No one's excluded. God's love poured out for us into the world. And now you love one another. As I have loved you. This is how they will know. You are my disciples. The same God that was kneeling before Peter, washing his battered feet, now wants to share the love, that love, with all the world. What did it sound like then? Love one another. Love one another as I have loved you. This is how they will know. 
The reason Peter's our patron saint is he's got us all, right? He's got the recalcitrant among us. He's got the aggressive among us. He's got the confident among us. He's got the failures among us. He's got the apathy and the despair and the joy. He's got us all. So what about you and me? When we hit any of those things, can we still hear the voice? It says, love one another. When you don't know what to do next in your life, can you hear the voice? Love one another. When you turn on the news and there's yet one more mass shooting in this country, based on rage and hate and fear and racism. What do we do? Love one another. Love one another. And allow that chorus to stay in your heart and your mind over and over. Don't allow fear to drown it out. Don't allow despair to drown it out. Don't even allow joy to drown it out. Love one another as I have loved you. This is how they will know we are his disciples. If we love one another. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. You can find more lectures and sermons on iTunes by searching for St. David's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas, or visit our website at stdave.org and click on the podcast button.